With an open mind, seek and listen to all the highest ideals. Consider the most enlightened thoughts, then choose your path. Person by person, each for oneself. Salutations! My name is Mackenzie Sully, and this is my presentation containing my collective research on Zoroastrianism. Due to the fact that you, the listener, most likely don't know much about Zoroastrianism, past the fact that it's a difficult word to pronounce, I'll start in the most convenient place to both you and I. The beginning! Zoroastrianism is one of the oldest religions still practiced today, around 2,650 years of age to be exact. The founder and prophet of Zoroastrianism, gosh, they really need a shorter word for this, is Zarathustra, the Greek translation being Zoroaster. Zarathustra was born in modern-day northwestern Iran, or southeastern Afghanistan. Today, the followers of (laughs) Zarathustra's teaching reside within India and Iran, most of which is in the city of Yaz. There are two main branches of Zoroastrianism, the Parsis, located in India, and the Gbars, found in Iran. Yet, both of these branches quite closely follow all of Zarathustra's teachings, making the division more geographical than anything. Quite frankly, the religion is dying. It's difficult to keep track of the exact number of people practicing Zoroastrianism, yet the number seems to fluctuate to around only 200,000 people. And even this may be a generous number. But Mackenzie, I hear you saying, what is this Yaz place? Are you just going to skip over that and leave us shrouded in darkness forever, wondering what this place is? And to you, kind soul, I say, stop getting ahead of me before I can get ahead of myself. The city of Yaz, Iran, is the most holy, sacred place in all of Zoroastrianism. What makes this place so special? Within the city rests the Ashkada, a fire temple. This temple is believed to have an eternal fire that has been burning for the past 2,000 years. What is a fire temple? Zoroastrianism does not require you to have many public duties. There was not originally a place of worship equivalent to a church in Christianity. It is a very individual and personal task to worship. The fire temples were introduced later to Zoroastrians around 500-ish BCE, This is a pretty rough number as it can be difficult to find specifics on various things from so many years back. Within the Fire Temple of Yaz, people focus heavily on purification and keeping an extremely pure mind and body. And this all ties into the moral teachings of Zarathustra. The sacred text of Zoroastrianism is titled the Avesta. It contains the teachings of Zarathustra, who spoke on morals and good word of Aura Mazda, their god. Zoroastrians carved the path as one of the first religions to believe in one singular overpowering entity. They had a strong sense of right and wrong, and nearly all the teachings were based on the notion that you yourself had the power of free will and mind, and must thoroughly think through your issues to make the purest and best decision in a situation. They focused heavily on good thoughts, good words, and good deeds, and all this will lead up to your final judgment. They believe in a defiant heaven and hell, and depending on how pure you lived your life and whether you strive to be the best you can be, you were sent in a sense, to one or the other. Something you have to keep in mind about Zoroastrians is they never truly had a rule book of do's and don'ts. Your job was to accept your responsibility to make your decisions individually and receive the consequences of your decision. The culture is built on having these good and pure morals, and you must never prosper at the cost of others.
Now, I mentioned earlier that Zoroastrians don't have many publications of faith, but this doesn't mean they don't have ritualistic tendencies. One extremely notable example would be the disposal of a past on Parsi. The Parsi believe that the burial of a body or cremation is pollution to the natural world, and so they have an unusual way of disposing of the dead. The body will be exposed to the sun, and the cadaver will be consumed by raptors, such as vultures and crows. This is considered the final act of kindness or generosity, for you are benefiting another by providing a meal to one in need once you are done utilizing your physical vessel. Overall, I really enjoyed researching about this topic. In Amistatic, I was able to share my findings with you, giving you a brief glimpse into a world other than your own. I hope you learned something new today. I sure know I did. And to close this off, I'd like to give a quick thank you to Professor K. Kostroff D. Ivrani, even though he most certainly is not watching this. I appreciate all his efforts towards investigating and philosophizing about this topic, because without him, I wouldn't have been able to do this. Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye.